arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning and welcome to Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. As mentioned, 10 degrees in Kalamazoo, one above with that south wind at 6 miles an hour. Let's get things started this morning. Let's say good morning to Kristen. Good morning. I'm here this morning morning. with Dr. Ying Zhang from the Asian Initiatives at the Soga Japan Center and the Timothy Light Center for Chinese Studies over at Western Michigan University. And we're going to be talking about all things Lunar New Year this morning. Welcome, Dr. Zhang. Thank you. Um, As we like to ask on this morning's show, because it is called Creative Cafe, what is your favorite morning beverage? Well, it may sound very dull, but I usually drink hot water. Sometimes with lemon juice. No, I think that's that's perfect. It really does get um, get the body going in the morning. Sounds good. So your organization yes. is responsible for coordinating the annual celebration of the Lunar New Year. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, we host the Lunar New Year Gala at WMEU. Um, it's a annual event, um, but we brought it online last year due to the pandemic. Right, um, right. And it's going to be online again this year, is that correct? Yes. Uh, last year, it achieved a surprising success. So this year, we're dedicated to, once again, provide an enjoyable e- evening for everyone. Oh, good. So the, the Chinese New Year, as uh, Americans like to call it, or the Lunar New Year, is on February 1st this year. What do you have planned for our community? Um, the theme for this year's gala is Together We're Stronger. And the performances including lion dance and dragon dance, Chinese music instruments, taste of Sichuan opera, songs and dances, and many more will be given by WMU and its global and community partners. Okay, so there are community, community partners. Well, who are your community partners? We have many partners here uh, locally. Uh, for example, we have uh, Kalamazoo Public Schools, um, Comstock Public Schools, and uh, the local Chinese school. Uh, the, the formal name is Kalamazoo Chinese Academy. Yes. And also, um, actually, through the live streaming on YouTube, um, the audience this year, as well as last year, will be able to participate in some interactive activities and have chances to win prizes. That's right. I, I uh, participated last year in the online event, and there it was uh, a couple of really fun games that were going on and some um, uh, great opportunities. to. I think it was uh, money prizes, was it not? Yes, it was. And it will be, too, this year. Um, I think I shouldn't spoil too much, but (laughs) it will be a fun event. Right. That's great. So 2022 um, is the year of the tiger. 
The tiger is the third in the Chinese zodiac. Is it true? Uh, and maybe it's not true, but is it is it true that those who are born under the tiger sign will have a challenging year this next year? Is that uh, instead of it being lucky for them? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> the animal year when a person was born is called their zodiac year of birth uh-huh. or the Nian in Chinese. So Chinese people take their year of birth very seriously. Um, according to the legend, people in their own zodiac year of birth may ascend their god of age. So the most popular solution is wearing red underwear, socks, or waist belts given by elders, or just wearing anything red, because red is believed to help fend off misfortune while bringing good luck. Ah. So if there are some family members who were born in the year of tiger, it's time to shop. Oh, really? Okay. That's, that is interesting. Th- thank you for that explanation. I, uh, I wasn't quite sure, but, um, all right. So I, I am, I'm actually the year of the rat, not the tiger. Unfortunately, I think year of the rat was when the pandemic started and I didn't wear red underwear. So I, it, not that the pandemic's my fault, but uh, I contributed <laughs> in some way, I think, by not wearing red underwear. So I am really looking forward uh, to this year's event. How can a person participate? Where, where do we need to go to? Do we need to register in advance? How does it work? Um, it's open to public. It's, it's virtual. Uh-huh. Um, and so there will be live streaming on YouTube um, tonight at 7 you will be able to find the link on our website, uh, wmish.edu/asia/cny, or just simply Google Lunar New Year Gala at WMU, or search Lunar New Year Gala at WMU on YouTube. Okay, so that's uh, yeah, lots of different ways to be able to to um, get in, and so it's free to everyone. It's on the YouTube channel. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be a great time. Some interactive chances to uh, be lucky in the new year and yes, uh, play some games, well win some fun. money, and see some great. Um, I know last year the um, performances were fantastic. The dancing and the musical performances, I really enjoyed all of it. And I'm sure you're going to have a great number of those again this year. Um, yes. If I can't make it. At 7 o'clock, will I be able to see this event? Will, will you have it available online um, after the fact? Yes. Recordings of the live streaming will stay on YouTube. And oh. as a matter of fact, you can still watch our last year's gala on YouTube. You okay. can use the same link. All right. So you could take in, uh, last year was this, or the year we're, we're about to leave, uh, a year of the ox? Yes. Yes. And so leaving the year of the ox, welcoming the year of the tiger. Dr. Zhang, thank you so much for being with us today and uh, explaining a little bit about Lunar New Year, about the Chinese New Year. Um, I will be sure to wear some red tonight and uh, uh, ring in the New Year with you. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I wish everybody a bright and happy New Year. Thank you very much, and we'll continue with this morning's edition of Creative Cafe with Kristen Chesick. Our next guest coming up on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
Happy New Year from the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. At the Arts Council, we hope one of your New Year's resolutions is to experience more in 2022. You can discover the great arts and cultural happenings in Kalamazoo all in one place. The Arts Calendar at KalamazooArts.org. There you'll be able to find out about all of the theater, dance, music, and visual art you can experience all year long. Right here in Southwest Michigan, a plethora of in-person and virtual events are at your fingertips. So go ahead and make a resolution to create a connection and experience more in 2022. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You can learn more anytime at kalamazooarts.org. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And welcome back to this morning's edition of Creative Cafe on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM WKZO. Once again, your host, Kristen Chesick. And we're back. Welcome to Creative Cafe. I am here with our second guest of the morning. Sydney Davis, who's the executive director of the Black Arts and Cultural Center. Good morning, Sydney. Good morning. And it is called Creative Cafe, so I am wondering, what is your favorite morning beverage? Orange juice. Orange juice. I have never been like a caffeine or coffee or tea drinker, um, but mostly orange juice. I feel like it gives me um, some good energy for the morning. Kind of wakes me up. <laughs> That's great. Good. Yeah. You, um, how long have has the Black Arts and Cultural Center been around, and then how long have you been running the organization? Uh, yeah, so Black Arts and Cultural Center was established formally in 1982. Um, however, 1986 is more significant as it was like the first, um, you know, Black Arts Festival. So that kind of kicked off really what BACC is and celebrates. Um, and then I joined the BACC in 2018 as a program coordinator and uh, 2020 was my first year as executive director. Okay. And, and this year you also, you, you also have another milestone. You, you have moved locations. Yeah. So we were on the second floor of the Epic center at downtown on Kalamazoo mall. And uh, we already kind of knew we wanted to move. And during 2020 like i think that first of 2021 at the pandemic um well i guess still in it um <laughs> that uh, the former nature connection moved out so definitely something we didn't see are coming and i remember walking downstairs and i said oh this space looks nice once it got you know cleared out i was like well this is a pretty big space so um you know then we made the transition i thought this would be really a uh, great visibility option and not too much of a move um, really great open space. Um, so yeah, we were able to uh, relocate during last year, about October officially, mm-hmm. and uh, running our first year officially in our new home. And for those uh, folks that are listening that don't know Black Arts and Cultural Center and your mission and what you do yeah. for the community, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So the Black Arts and Cultural Center um, focuses on a mission to cultivate um, black arts and to support black artists as well give a space and um, safe space and inclusivity to celebrate black cultural traditions uh, like pre-Kwanzaa, um, Black History Month, things like that, Martin Luther King Day, uh, Juneteenth, 
all kind of significant things to um, important to the tradition and culture. And then also just making sure that as we want to support arts and we're a big art city here in Kalamazoo, that we're inclusive of everyone in different art styles and we want to support that growth. Right, right. And so BACC is a membership organization, is that correct? Yep. So we are a membership organization. So um, members to artists, members to community, members to orgs and other businesses. Um, and I think one of the things about our new space is that we can re design what membership looks like mm -hmm. um, as you want to activate our space. That was one thing about having this better visibility is like, how can we have people in here all the time and fill the space up? Um, and so we want to offer that membership for people to leverage this space that we've created for them really um, to take advantage of, you know, what we could provide and having a space downtown with some visibility to practice your art, show your art, um, have events, um, have those discussions with artists, meet people and get better exposure. Uh, since we've been down there, a lot of foot traffic to those who probably didn't know we existed. Um, and even just people like, what do you do here? So it's been really mm -hmm. great that we gotten a lot more inquiry around membership in um, our programs um, as well by being in the new location. Okay. So I understand that there are some workshops being planned um, yeah. for the future. I don't know if you if we can talk about that at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, workshops. So one of the things that has, you know, now that I got this milestone in a new space, the next thing I wanted to focus on um, in my tenure, uh, my time at BACC was getting more sustainable long-term programming. Um, and so really things are just consistent that we do outside of like Black Arts Festival, which is an annual program, but um, consistent film showings, consistent consistent art galleries. Um, and of course, the goal is to how can we help advance artists in the community? So okay. with that workshops, with that trainings, with that um, letting them use our space to get work done. So they have a space to practice the art, create the art, store the art, um, find commissionable opportunities. Um, so that's some of the things in, that we've done. Programs, we want to talk about like building your website or um, how to build your portfolio, how to do show presentation. Um, and also something I've been really interested in is helping artists really just monetize their skill set, getting into crypto art, getting into NFTs, getting, um, wow. you know, how to do commission, how to do bids and how to actually put your own shows on and, you know, really taking opportunities because it's, you know, keeping up with the trends of generations, I think, with BACC from starting in 1986, <laughs> what arts looks like to 2022, the artist needs are different. Um, the opportunities are different. So we're trying to also move with the time as well and how we can support artists. Sure, sure. And and that uh, a lot of what you just talked about is is cutting edge. <laughs> can you talk? Can you explain to our listeners when you talk about crypto art and we? Yeah. Uh, how does all that work? <laughs> <laughs> so um, usually crypto art is when you create a digital art piece. It could be. I mean, you make the digital art in any manner you wish to. What makes it crypto is you have to mine um, Bitcoin. So this means there's like fluctuation of rates. So you buy in to actually put that whatever investment you made into that art piece. And that's what people are buying, not only the art, but that investment. Um, so over time, it grows valued because it's like stock. Um, and the reason why people go for that um, as an artist is because technically it's an asset. Mm -hmm. So when you spend that money on it for people who are investors, it's kind of like, well, it's a non, um, it's a non-fugible token. Mm -hmm. So it means I don't have to expense it as income, right? It's just an asset to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Um, until I get ready to sell it, does it then become an exchange of money? Um, and so for artists, yeah, it costs a little money to actually mine your art, but the hopes is you put it on crypto marketplaces and you're able to get someone who wants to sell it, and it usually means it's a very unique piece 
as a digital signature, has a dollar value tied to it. Um, and people invest in it, bid on it, and it grows value over time like a stock. That's that's amazing to me. <laughs> it serves two purposes then. Yeah. And the BACC is here to help uh, artists uh, kind of break into this yeah. new... bring in experts who know about it, provide yeah. resources, help bring the education. And I just think it's about creating the awareness of opportunities. And I think more larger cities, um, they have a lot of more resources. They're, they're on top of it. So mm -hmm. I always think, how can we make sure people who may not have access to those areas and, you know, environments, how can we bring that here to Kalamazoo? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, I've been down to your new space. Uh, very jealous. It's beautiful new <laughs> space, beautiful walls, floors. I know you've already you. had a couple of um, art exhibits in mm -hmm. in that have been just just that space and being able to put the art in that space just makes it so beautiful. Yeah. So congratulations on your Thank new space. You. Um, done. A, you've done a wonderful job um, renovating down there. What is there? Is there any other plans that you might have for that space? So we're still in the middle of our capital campaign, which ends February 14th, um, to receive a match from the MDEC. So um, people can donate on blackartskalamazoo.org forward slash donate. Um, we can also find our capital campaign. But our goal is to still get the rest of the furnishings, um, really expand what arts is. So mm -hmm. most people think arts and visual arts. But we're looking to hopefully have a cafe built in our space to support culinary arts. Um, we want to um, actually do have a tech lab so people can come in and use like Adobe Creative Software for photo editing, video editing. Um, we also have a augmented reality station where people can do metaverses, um, do more digital art painting, virtual art painting. Wow. Um, so really expanding that. So this is all about what the campaign and our building in the space would offer. Mm -hmm. um, and still get more things. So we can expand how much art we can show, um, redoing, you know, getting art Display supplies, because our former space, we could only maybe have 12 to 15 pieces shown right. at a time. And right. now we can actually have larger group shows and larger art things, which also means we're expanding our capacity and resources, too. So um, those are some things happening and kind of the needs of the space and what we hope to see left to do mm -hmm. some of the work that we're doing, mm -hmm. um, which I think would be just fine by the time we roll around for the, this year's Black Arts Festival. Right. So Black, Star Black Arts Festival is still on for this year. Yep, Can you, you talk a little bit about time and date? And Yep. So it'll be the second Saturday of July, and mm -hmm. um, we're going to do it this year downtown oh, again. Cool. So we used to do it at LaCrone Park, and now we're mm -hmm. going back downtown to Arcadia, usually between Arcadia and Bronson. So it really depends on this year how the pandemic shakes out and what's right. happening, where right. we will actually officially have that. But we know we definitely want to do it downtown. And hopefully this year with the new space, maybe there'll be some part of BAF that we'll do in our space um, this year downtown. So I'm um, still looking for it. Still good performances. Last year was a really great successful year. Really loved the turnout. Mm -hmm. um, we had really great feedback. So uh, we hope to do the same thing again today, but times 10. Good, good. And if there are community members out there that want to become a member of yeah. the BACC, how do they do that? Um, BlackArtsCalamazoo.org forward slash membership. Um, or just visit the website where you can learn more about our membership values, opportunity, benefits, and see what kind of membership structure works for you. Um, you know, we also opportunities to volunteer for membership. Um, right. You know, you can have group memberships, especially if you have an organization or company or business. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be able to uh, find other benefits and things to grab membership. Right. And it, you mentioned a capital campaign, and yeah. I know that, that that space is absolutely gorgeous. So for those of you listening out there that are, are looking to support worthy causes within the community, this is definitely one of them. How mm -hmm. do I donate? 
Uh, you can donate blackartskalamazoo.org forward slash donate or please stop and check out this space. If you want to make an in-person donation, it's 359 South Kalamazoo Mall inside the Epic Center, first floor, uh, Suite 102. Um, you also can check us out on patronicity.com forward slash BACC. Um, that is where our campaign is, where you can get rewards for your donation. Right. Great. I've been talking to Sydney Davis, the executive director of the Black Arts and Cultural Center this morning. Thank you so much, Sydney. Thank you. All right. And thank you both for joining us. And thank you for tuning into this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Make sure you join us again next Saturday morning, same time, right after the 8 o'clock news for Creative Cafe on News Radio 590 106.9 FM WKUCO. We'll take a look at that Storm Teammate weather forecast coming up. Also, join up with Roger Taylor this morning's edition of Birdwatch on News Radio 590 106.9 FM WKUCO. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Did you know that art can heal? A recent report in Harvard Health, a Harvard Medical School publication, illuminates the many ways that participating in and experiencing art has the power to heal. The publication states, creative activities can relieve stress, aid communication, and arrest cognitive decline. So do your mind and body a favor. Take that art or photography class, see a concert or play, or visit an art exhibition. You may find a new way to express thoughts and emotions or create new social connections. Art, it's good for you. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe, and until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.